Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Adi Bolaños in San Francisco. A measure to legalize online betting in California, Proposition 27, has created a record-spending war between gambling companies who support the measure and many California tribal governments who oppose it. As KQED's Guy Marzarati and CAP Radio's Nicole Nixon explain, the measure has sparked a debate over the issue of tribal sovereignty. Most of the California tribes who have weighed in on Proposition 27 are against it. But if you've seen yes on Prop 27 ads, you've probably noticed the guy in a bright red shirt. Prop 27 supports financially disadvantaged tribes that don't own big casinos. That's Moak Simon, chair of the Middletown Rancheria of Pomo Indians in rural Lake County, north of Napa. For much of the summer and fall, his face was a constant presence on TV in support of Prop 27. By taxing and regulating online sports betting for adults 21 and over, we can protect tribal sovereignty and finally... Middletown Rancheria is one of three tribes that supports Prop 27, but Nicole found that more than 50 tribes oppose it. They're worried in part about language tucked away in the measure that could potentially undermine tribal sovereignty. Sovereignty refers to the inherent right of tribal nations to govern their own lands and people. And in California, they also have exclusive rights to offer casino-style games on their lands, if they have the resources for gaming. Jeff Butler is general counsel for the Yochadihi Wintun Nation, a Northern California tribe that operates a casino resort. He says many tribes are skeptical of Prop 27 because it would require them to sign new agreements with big companies like FanDuel or DraftKings to offer online sports betting. But the problem with that is that to do so, the tribe expressly must waive its sovereign immunity. Uh, it's got to allow itself to be sued. Um, and, and that is a, it's, it's a non-starter with respect to tribes. Sovereignty is crucial to tribal cultures, especially after generations of genocidal policies from European colonizers that resulted in the death of hundreds of thousands of Native people, stolen lands, and fractured tribal identity. These policies continued well into the 1960s, says Jolie Proudfit. She directs the California Indian Culture and Sovereignty Center at Cal State San Marcos. What makes a tribe is its people. And the tribe having the the wherewithal and the resources to govern its people and its lands and its waters is critical. So to lose that and just have the people blend into society as simply another racialized group is really harmful to tribal peoples. Proudfit says tribal gaming and casinos have helped pull tribes out of poverty and provide essential services like health care and housing. Tribal sovereignty is wonderful, um, but having the resources to enact tribal sovereignty are critical. 
And that point about resources is why Moak Simon, the tribal chairman featured in the Yes on 27 ads, finds himself on the other side of dozens of tribes. Middletown Rancheria has looked at the opportunities for us to grow for the next seven generations, and we're limited. The roughly 250-member tribe runs the Twin Pines Casino and Hotel, but it's not a big gaming operation. For Simon, the chance to partner with an online sports betting company could bring money for economic development and the potential to buy back tribal lands. This is just an opportunity for one tribe to make a decision, a sovereign decision, on how they're going to move their people forward. Polls show Prop 27 looks headed to defeat, but these questions of tribal sovereignty and sports betting aren't going away, as the issue could be back on the ballot again in 2024. For the California Report, I'm Guy Marzarati. And I'm Nicole Nixon. This story is part of a project from the California Newsroom, a collaboration of California's public radio stations, NPR, and CalMatters. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. California K-12 students' academic progress has plunged during the pandemic. In results out yesterday from both the nation's report card and California's own standardized test, it's clear schools have a lot of work ahead to make up for the losses. KQED's Julia McAvoy reports. Almost 3 million students in grades 3 to 8 and 11th grade took the state's standardized test last spring for the first time since 2019, when California stopped giving the test due to COVID. Math is the worst decline, with the percentage of students overall who are proficient or better dropping 7 percentage points statewide. In English, it fell close to 5 percentage points. California students are also showing significant decline on the National Assessment of Education Progress, or NAEP, often called the nation's report card. The one bright spot nationally is Los Angeles Unified, which showed the most improvement compared to all other large city districts when it came to eighth grade reading. Scores improved nine points. Superintendent Alberto Carvalho credits the district getting computers to all students quickly during the shutdown, as well as increased summer work and tutoring as part of what is working. 
we moved the needle aggressively, but performance is still low. We need to redouble our efforts, particularly uh, with differentiated approaches with the most fragile students. And those are students of color, uh, students with disabilities, and English language learners. Carvalho says meeting students' mental health needs is a part of the equation. The state has invested $4 billion to help kids recover from pandemic-related trauma. For the California Report, I'm Julia McAvoy. Adidas says it's cutting ties with Kanye West after he recently made a series of anti-Semitic remarks. The company had faced growing pushback, including from two California lawmakers, state senators Jesse Gabriel of Woodland Hills and Scott Weiner, who represents San Francisco. During a news conference Monday, Gabriel said it was indefensible for Adidas to profit off of Wes's name and that it was their responsibility to condemn his hateful comments. High-end fashion designer Balenciaga had already canceled its deal with West, and talent agency CAA dropped him as a client. In a statement, Adidas, whose founder was a member of the Nazi party, said it doesn't tolerate anti-Semitism or any other hate speech. Support for the California Report comes from the James Irvine Foundation, committed to a California where all low-income workers have the power to advance economically. Learn more at Irvine.org. Hint, fruit-infused water in over 25 flavors like watermelon, pineapple, and blackberry. No sweeteners, no calories, in stores or delivered from drinkhint.com. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Ocean Institute, Coming this fall, the launch of research vessel Falcor 2, advancing the frontiers of ocean science and exploration, on the web at schmidtocean.org. And that's the California Report for Tuesday, October 25th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening, and have a great day. Hi there. I'm Randa Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast.